welcome to a special episode of The Music Prophet. The band is only here in Sudbury for today. And so we are going to hear from them, hear some music. We've had rappers and jazz musicians and on over the last 10 episodes. And this will be a really good way to add to it and really to bring diversity to the guest list. So uh, let's welcome the pairs. Hello. Hi. Hi. Thank you. I was about to cheer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're the pairs. We hail from London, Ontario. Um, we're excited to be here. Mm-hmm. We've just spent some time at a couple different festivals this past weekend. We were out uh, in Clarendon, uh, Blue Skies Music Fest, and then we yesterday spent the day at Sawdust City, now called Muskoka Music Festival, mm-hmm. as of yesterday. Great and then onward. Onward? Onward and forwards. Onward and forwards. Can we do some names, too, for people so they can recognize voices yes. and... Yes, mm. totally. Two of us are twins, so that will be interesting. But my name is Renee. Um, I'm Hillary, not one of the twins. My name's Noel, one of the twins. <laughs> my name is Steve, also not one of the twins. <laughs> and he just spoke in a voice that you will never hear again. <laughs> Do I? No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> His voice will now drop. Yeah, <laughs> we're octave. My name is Steve. <laughs> And I am a twin. <laughs> He's that mystery triplet yeah. of the pairs. Yeah. yeah, just to throw a wrench in people's understanding of why we call ourselves the pair. That's good. We're excited to be here today. Um, we're releasing a new album in the fall. Um, sorry, you have questions? No, you're, I, I was just <laughs> asking. That's, like, that's the best way to start because, like, especially with your tour happening. Mm-hmm. It's a great yeah. way to build up some press and get people really interested before you drop it in October and November. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely certain, like something we, yeah, we're excited about as we're moving around Ontario and playing shows here and there and, and meeting new people. Uh, we get to talk about this really exciting project that we've been working on for a little while and plan to release in the fall. Um, and hopefully... Yeah, people will be as excited about it as we are. <laughs> well, that's a plan, right? But does that is that something you think about when you write and record as well? Hmm. About the, the people's How reaction to it? Yeah. Ooh, that's a good question. And we probably all have different answers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, um, my mind just went to being at Folk Alliance International Conference. We were there in February this year. In Montreal. In Montreal. And... Um, it's such a wild experience. There was only the second conference that we'd ever been to, and there are thousands, hundreds, thousands, thousands, thousands of people go to this conference, and they're all insanely talented musicians and songwriters and performers. And so, I remember being among all of these people for the first time, and just kind of falling into this like self-deprecating, loathing (laughs) kind of space. And uh, I remember going to a workshop, actually, where people talked about why you make music and why should you do what you do and why should you get into this industry. And uh, it was just this really nice reminder, actually, to remember who you make music for and why you do it. Um, Because I think if you go, for me anyways, if I start to go down the road of writing and creating things 
that are just meant to please other people or um, make a certain kind of impression. I think for me that actually hinders what I'm able to do with my own instrument and with my own creativity. Um, and being able to actually just go at it from a playful place and a more kind of present space where you're, it's almost something that comes through you as opposed to something that you're forcing. Mm -hmm. For any specific outcome. Yeah, and I think that has, that creates an inherent connectability <laughs> factor with people who listen to it because it has that authentic you in it. Mm -hmm. And so if people can feel that and that jives with the who that they are, I think that you kind of pull people in that way. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool that we, um, all three of us, are songwriters. And so we have the opportunity to write from different places and, and be inspired by different things. And um, when I personally go to write a song, I, um, I'm looking for things that I know make me happy when I listen to music. When I'm hearing other people create music and I hear like a, um, a lick or a, a hook is the word I'm looking for. A hook that you hear repeated and it sticks in your head all day and it's something that you just want to keep going back and listening to. Um, that's been something like recently that I've been inspired to put in my music because I would like to, um, yeah, I want people to keep wanting to listen to it because that at the end of the day is I'm wanting to, or this to be a sustainable thing. So yeah. I think com I, having both in my brain as I'm writing songs for the pairs. Yeah. What about you, Noelle? Um, hmm. <laughs> Songwriting has always kind of been, it ebbs and flows. I mean, depending on what's going on in life, it's, it tends to, the urge to write tends to hit me in emotional times, whether I'm feeling really, really emotionally content and joy-filled and, or if I'm feeling toward that opposite end of the spectrum, feeling pretty low and not quite understanding what what the position in the world is for me or things like this. Um, but I, it's therapeutic, long story short, I guess. Um, so it becomes this, this kind of word vomit or emotional vomit on paper first. And uh, my notebook actually looks like that. It's quite, <laughs> quite <laughs> messy and sprawled and ideas everywhere. And then there's, and then I'll go back to it and kind of, and craft it in as as Hillary was kind of alluding to that, um, hopefully catchy way, and and you cut the fat from the song, or if you I've maybe stated the same idea over and over again, <laughs> try and try and limit that kind of stuff. But initially, it's for sure it comes from feeling big feelings, mm -hmm. trying to get them out, move that energy around. So. Yeah, I always find it kind of fun too, because the way that we write together a lot of times we've each written a song individually separate from the group and then we bring it to everyone um, and it, everyone's kind of left to interpret it and feel it in that moment and a lot of times we craft the rest of the song like the harmonies and the percussion 
is built off of whatever that initial kind of feeling was that was mm -hmm. evoked by us listening to the one person kind of share the song or perform the mm -hmm. song for it. And uh, I think that in writing that way, it, it's always felt very play felt very it's always feel Field. real playful. <laughs> it's always felt very playful and um, not totally contrived. But yeah, there is some finessing, I guess, at mm. the end. But you kind of tend to land, like with the harmonies, for example, you, you start to land in the same kind of place or the same rhythm. And uh, it, it, I, for me, it's always been about that feeling. What feeling do I get from our music? And yeah. is that something I think other people can find connection to? And I um, think, yeah. sorry, no, go ahead. I think it's really cool that we have each other because we're not solo artists trying to push this idea. Like, we, we're constantly bouncing ideas off mm -hmm. one another, whether we even know that we're doing it or if it's happening more subconsciously. But it's like we do write collectively in a way because we are very strong influencers on each other's lives. And we're um, so inspired by each other's yeah. music mm -hmm. and, and taste. I, yeah, and I think when we do bring songs forward, we, we all write quite a bit. But you have the songs that kind of that resonate with all within all four of us and then those ones just naturally take take shape a little faster and then they see the stage faster and and things like that right so mm -hmm. i think that process too helps us to to understand if others will like it is if the four of us can connect on it then it's a pretty good sign yeah yeah, yeah. It usually works yeah mm -hmm. and then it is completely molded by the collective mm -hmm. it's not it, it's not the same song that was first put yeah. put up by this one person. It's now a Paris song. Yeah. <laughs> what do you feel about it all? Yeah, so like I was kind of yeah. I was curious, yeah. like Steve's perspective on that, because when you have percussion, that is that whole other element that totally. words can't bring in. Absolutely. Yeah, and I have to approach it from a different angle too, right? And there's a respect of it being their songs. And a respect of offering something that they want, but doing that tastefully and also still allowing yourself to express your, your own way of, of doing it, right? So that's a process in itself, too. And it'll change, right? Things, things you start out with turn into something else. And I'm cool with that, too. I like the evolving and the experimenting and and creating that's what it, it comes down to right mm. and it's enjoyable so it's a journey for myself too which is fun and you're so right like when you add and we said this because at first we were performing without drums the three of us ladies and uh, it pulled in a whole new audience of people when we added percussion and you're Steve's background is like punk rock, so a little heavier persuasion, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit more of a forceful message, yeah. <laughs> which was a learning curve for me as well because suddenly it was this totally different style and it and a different approach, right? Mm -hmm. And learning how to hold back and learning when to play, but learning when not to play, mm -hmm. right? And it wasn't just this bombardment of volume. <laughs> right. And that would be cool, actually, to touch on in a bit, too. Mm -hmm. Like, stylistically, the way you guys push boundaries. And it would be f interesting to hear about that. Yeah. Because, 
you walk that line of not or of, you walk the line of intentionally not filling space because that's where the voice has to go or that's mm-hmm. where you need that breathing room yeah totally. honestly too in our songwriting i think that's even been a lesson for us is mm-hmm. where is it good to let the song breathe yeah and mm-hmm. having that breath is definitely like that was a lesson for me to learn and i yeah vocally like thinking of our voices as individual mm-hmm. instruments as well and we've been playing with this idea of we want to both metaphorically and within our project we want to hold each other up right and and this idea of creating space for people's voices to be heard and all three of us I think have have a powerful something to say and Steve of course has a powerful something to say too mm-hmm. um, but vocally this idea of when do we just stand there as two vocalists beside one vocalist taking a lead line and and filling that space by themselves i don't know if any of that makes sense how do you balance that as uh because when your songs are like this mm-hmm. you're constantly doing the same thing each performance mm-hmm. and after doing eight or nine performances like that then suddenly the emotional energy you have to that your output of emotional energy is so high in the stuff you take in. So how do you guys, how do you balance that? You know what I value so much is our differences in that because we lift each other up and it's... What knocks one person down doesn't knock everybody down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's always somebody to keep the spirits high. And, yeah. and we're very close and we yeah. talk yeah. and we communicate and we care about each other. And we so laugh a lot. We do laugh a lot. <laughs> so so um, our, our performances are an expression also of, of our, um, our bond, I think, too. Yeah. And then stepping off of the stage and being able to come back to the hotel room or whatever and yeah. the hotel room. the hotel room and laugh and enjoy each other's company and also take time to be quiet and take time to like rest and I think we do take care of each other yeah yeah I think that there's a really deep respect for the scope of humanity Mm. within this group that you're not always talkative or pleasant even but you can be you can be kind and also kept yourself mm-hmm. and also you can be really loud and obnoxious and fun and all of those things and that those heavier moments or those darker moments aren't actually bad they're just part of what allows us to experience the other side and the great emotional and landscape exactly. of human beings <laughs> true and i find when we're performing all the time and do whatever when you're in it you're in it mm-hmm. and especially the last few days it's just it's the go 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 mm-hmm. and it's happening and it's great and it's exciting and I almost feel just now it was almost like I got to step back <laughs> and just be a listener mm-hmm. just <laughs> maybe that's what I noticed you. then because yeah. the especially the way that Steve was sitting down there in performance his eyes were closed and his hands were just held together very peacefully <laughs> and there was something about it that it's it was really taking it in. Big breath, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard you take a big breath. I almost lost it. <laughs> oh, God. And Steve cries, I'm done. We're definitely <laughs> learning how 
is still learning how to do this. This is very new. It is us. very yeah, new. Yeah, the touring and the yeah. traveling together. Yeah. And, like, it's been, I mean, we've been doing music together for three years now. Mm-hmm. And, like, really, like, putting, like, pushing um, the business side of it and, like, wanting to do more tours and stuff within the last year. Mm-hmm. Um so we're learning how to balance yeah. <laughs> it's a that process. Con- yeah, that constant check-in of why yeah. we wanted to do this in the first place. Because yeah. music brings us all joy and helps us to feel more like ourselves mm-hmm. and yeah. centered and grounded. And so if you go into this, doing it for a living, if it takes you away from all of that, mm-hmm. the love of what it has been for us. And that's, that's a struggle of yeah. once you get to performing music to get paid yeah. full-time, then that would become a... F- huge struggle mm, suddenly yeah. everything depends on your bottom line and yeah. can we afford the tour do we make profit mm-hmm. yeah i think those that's a big reality for a lot of people um and to be smart with the business i think is so important and it's important to have a plan um because we're humans and we want our needs to be met on a pretty basic level but i also think that like Renee was saying, like believing in what you do um, and finding those ways to always have fun with it um, or to find, to remember why, why you love the project in the first place and, and to keep that at the forefront as well. Yeah, we kind of tend to operate from that perspective that it, there, it has to work you, because we and, love it so much. Well, that. <laughs> And I think what you focus on tends to grow mm-hmm. regardless of what it is or what aspect of your life you're thinking about. But like I think of mainstream media as an example that there's so much focus on just the garbage mm-hmm. in the world. And it doesn't, as while there is a lot to pay attention to and a lot of inequity and injustice is happening there is also a lot of really beautiful things happening. Like motorcycles. (laughs) That's that's a trend. There's been a lot of motorcycles and diesel engines the last hour. It's a good day for a ride, I'm sure. Yeah, the wind is holiday Monday. Which we keep forgetting about. I know. Is the city feel slower today? Slower paced or is it a little bit. Yeah. It sort of feels like that. Yeah, it did. It did to me as well. I was just mm-hmm. wondering if this is like a typical pace or if it's yeah. This this a holiday. I think the city itself last. has that atmosphere where on holidays people are at their cabin or yeah. with their families and yeah. certain restaurants do well. Yeah. On holiday Mondays and most yeah. don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's an odd balance, but does that affect you then? Like the the fact that you don't get. That your holiday isn't really a holiday because you don't. There's no day off. It's sort of the same sense as entrepreneurship in a sense, right? In my head, I'm like, we get to be musicians. Our lives a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> it's, more, it's more a vacation than anything. Yeah, like we I were mean, on kayaks, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yesterday, one of the gigs we had. One of the opportunities through Sawdust Muskoka Festival was it was we actually got asked to play a song in a few kayaks. So we're all like grinning stupidly <laughs> ear to ear because it's just it's such a bizarre, silly experience, right? But we're just so tickled much fun. by it. <laughs> so much fun. 
I think it goes back, and I'm thinking about Alan Doyle, the song Ordinary Day. Because mm. I really do, and it connects back to what you focus on. Yeah. Like, if you're just, your these are just the days that are making up our lives, and mm-hmm. your state of mind has a lot to do with how you can experience what's happening around you. Every day yeah. can be a vacation in mm-hmm. your Yeah. <laughs> can you expand on that, actually, for them, Steve? Because you've been playing music for a long time now. Mm-hmm. And you've probably, how has your experience been with that overall? With traveling with these three. Well, in general, <laughs> traveling, being a musician constantly, balancing the every day is a new day. Yeah, I mean, the, the touring thing and all that is, is new with me as well, right? So um, there is a child in my life involved. There's a wife in my life involved. So those things come into account. It's 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 a different kind of experience for me, for sure. And it's uh, enjoyable all the way. I love it. And I've always loved the just sort of randomness of each day. And every day's a new day, and it's, it's really great. But, yeah, I mean, there's challenges with it. And there's challenges with being with the same people all the time. <laughs> they make it extremely easy. But, uh it's it's a lot of fun it's more than I ever expected to do with a band to be honest we've already pushed boundaries that, that I never thought I'd reach so yeah it's 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 been a pleasure Steve <laughs> it's great Kyle's here to force you to talk yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kyle's our, our team therapist right? yeah it's a bridge can we get back next month yeah yeah, it's only an hourly rate, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have sort of roughly mentioned Steve's background in punk. Mm-hmm. And people are probably surprised that he went from punk to folk. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Especially, yeah, a lot of my old uh, bandmates are a little shocked. <laughs> what did it for you? Um, hearing your voices. I think... I had gone into a bit of musical hiatus. I had stepped away from drumming. I think I was going through a lot of personal shift anyway, in hindsight. And uh, at that time, I'd actually removed myself from a lot of the old scene. Uh, There was some self-destructive elements. I mean, nothing too harsh, don't get the wrong idea, but just... just, uh, Sometimes you got to be careful what you put yourself around, right? And what you're absorbing. So I'd taken a break, and I, I'd gotten into rock climbing in a, in a really big way, and that was kind of where I'd put my mind, and I was doing that all the time. So music had been put aside a little bit. But then you start getting itchy, right? And I remember speaking to my wife saying, I'm thinking I really want to start drumming again. I want to get back into it. I'd love to be in a band again, but... I don't want to go through the the hardships of trying to meet people and trying to form a band and discover bandmates and work on stuff. I I would love to just find something that the material's there and they'd like some percussion added to it, right? So these three had actually already established a bunch of material and they were actually doing a bit of a show, kind of family, friends at at the... The twins' parents' property, actually. So we went out, 
and you know we're kind of sitting in the grass and it's a beautiful summer day evening and it rained a bit in the afternoon so it was damp and everything smelled really good and <laughs> really painful. Yeah. 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 had a little bit of cracking and uh, and I was sitting there listening and obviously you've heard their voices now and, and this is kind of flooding out over me and it was just this kind of holy smokes I think this is it and it was really it was really profound and so, yeah, sometimes you just have to be brave enough to ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what it comes down to, right? Is just putting yourself out there and then... That's the thing that's... is, like, as the group now, too, is moving forward. It's like there's a lot of, I think, questioning of, oh, do we belong here? Like, will we be accepted with open arms into this industry? Are we, are we good enough? That whole conversation, you know? And then it's like, you know, um, but you have to ask, you have to just leap because there's this, I think this, yeah, because there's this safety net of like trying to be so prepared and know everything that there is to know before you move forward. Mm -hmm. And I think that can go with anything that you're passionate about as a human being. But sometimes it's just like, you know, when Indiana Jones steps off the ledge and he's got to trust that that bridge will appear under his feet it's like you have to just know that you've aligned everything that you can you've done everything that you can to make it work and then you just have to try and put your put your well and music is a like it's infamously precarious as a career choice Mm -hmm. and so i mean it is will always be a leap of faith and Mm -hmm. and trusting but um i think we got a good team to go about doing that yeah yeah and we've been really supported this past year by a gentleman darren addison who's been acting as a very um persistent booking agent for us so he's he's helped us out gained a lot of traction this summer and that's that's um you know we right now are are on a little bit of a tour um with festivals and such and and that was thanks to working with Darren. And, and this is the first time that we have um, done like an actual festival circuit. Mm-hmm. And it's such a cool experience, especially leading up to the release of our album. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even playing with bands that, you know, previously have paid to go see. And all of a sudden yeah. you're, you're sharing stages. Last night we were playing and the Sadies are setting up behind us, right? I'm like, wow, that's, that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to meet them. Yeah. That's really cool, yeah. Yeah, super cool. It's nice. You kind of... I, we've chatted about this before, how there, this growth of us moving to the stage, I think it's like you see live music and then you watch the people on the stages and there's from this perspective you start to kind of understand what's happening on there as far as like oh they're coming on and now they're doing a sound check oh and I know what they're plugging that cable into and I you know (laughs) and it's like these gaps get smaller and smaller because we're learning right and um and then before you know it it's like oh wow we're on the stage now and these people are also people who went through that it's 
Yeah, you're going from what is that piece of equipment to oh wow, I wish I could buy that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a few more shows, then we can afford it. <laughs> yeah. Well, how many shows do you have left on the on this tour? Yeah. Well, so we play at Spacecraft Brewery tonight or today in uh, in Sudbury, um, and then. We are on the Chichimon tomorrow, traveling from South Bay Mouth to Tobamori. And then we are like hightailing it back to London, our hometown, to play a show there, opening for Parker Millsap at uh, Rum Runners. Uh, We have a day off, and then we're off to Kingsville Folk Festival (laughs) for the weekend. Mm -hmm. That'd be exciting then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that'd be a nice contrast too from a, a few small local venues to all of a sudden go back to a festival atmosphere again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a, it's festivals are something that we've spent a lot of time over the years, like of our teenage life and adolescence going to and enjoying. And now to be on this side of it is such a cool experience and overwhelming. Mm-hmm. You get to meet so many amazing people and, um, kind of see the the back side of see the back side see the back side <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a nice back yeah. um, but uh, it is nice to have a little bit, bit of a break I think um, before going back to a festival yeah. did it change the festival experience going from performing then all of a sudden now you're or from experiencing it as a festival goer that just wants to dance and camp to now playing and meeting other musicians and talking about music and it changed but it like added to the experience so much for me personally I mean for instance we have been going to Hillside Festival in Guelph for years and then this year we got to play Hillside Festival and we still camped and we still attended the rest of it but on top of that we got to experience the the side of the performers as well. Mm-hmm. And it's something we all make because, again, like, these are all, we grew up listening to folk musicians and they're a huge source of our inspiration for songwriting. And so I think for me, anyhow, I think you guys, I think you'll both agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, that it kind of it's like one can't happen without the other you still you need inspiration from other people to draw on other people's stories and experiences and knowledge and yeah and um to just lay in the grass and let somebody else's music like we spend so much time in our own music and perfecting Mm -hmm. these these things that we're trying to build together that it's still so great to just lose yourself in someone else's music. And that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True. And that's a, I think that's a really good way to end the, end the, end the interview as well, too. Mm-hmm. Because it's almost four. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> wow. Is yeah, it, that, was, that was a very quick... That was a fast hour. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad that you got a chance to have therapy. Yes. Which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but do we have time to play you out with an uplifting tune? You do. I was just gonna say that. Tell people where you can find you, and then play another uplifting tune before we go. 
Well, uh, so we are all over the, the, the socials if, if you want to find us virtually. Um, the pears is not the fruit, but two. So right. The pears music, P A I R S. Mm-hmm. That's the missing case. Yeah. It's important. <laughs> it's important. You can also, we have a website as well, thepearsmusic.com. True. That's, that's right, you, you talk. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> Did not mean to cut you off. <laughs> but um, no, I was just going to say in person um, along this, this tour, the places that I mentioned, but uh, we'll be hopefully doing a little bit of a tour of our, uh, of our album, Noise. It's going to be called Noise. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, keep your uh, eyes and ears peeled for for that if you're interested in, in hearing these songs on that sort of tour. <laughs> this is our first time in Sudbury. Yeah. yeah, it's been great. Yeah. I yeah. haven't seen the the nickel yet. You have time. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> At night it glow it uh, lights up. So. Oh. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll keep our eyes out. I they, brought up yesterday, like with the demise of the penny. With, is the nickel next? And will that affect? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Controversial. Yeah. Because there's the, like, it comes down to cost, right? Yeah. How expensive is it to make the nickel versus dime? Yeah. I don't know. Catch next it on, on the, the block. next episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That will happen next time the pairs come on the music project. <laughs> so yeah, we better go get a picture. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. True. Um, yeah, that was awesome. So thank you for coming on the show. That was really cool. Us. Thanks for having us. And yeah, that was a really fun episode.